0: Good evening, Connect Church, and welcome to another edition of the podcast. Tonight, we're talking about what is the difference between Christianity Christianity, and Islam. And the reason why we're talking about it is because Ramadan starts, and there's a lot of things going on with the Muslim holiday. And so we want to uh, cover some of those differences tonight. So let's open up with prayer, and then we'll get started. We want to remind you. If you're on Apple or Spotify or YouTube and listening to this podcast, make sure you like and subscribe and then share it with others that you know that might appreciate it and enjoy it. We're trying to get our listening audience to get bigger. And the only way to do that is if you share that with someone else. Okay. So let's start with prayer. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. We thank you, Lord, for your blessings. We thank you, Lord, for this time that we can get together in this podcast and, and hear your word and learn some differences between other religions and the true religion of Jesus Christ. So, Lord, we pray that you would just enlighten us, open our hearts and our minds to receive your word tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. What is the difference between Christianity and Islam? While some similarities exist between Islam and Christianity, they are both monotheistic monotheistic religions. For example, their differences are clear-cut, significant, and irreconcilable. For this For this podcast, we'll survey four key areas. The founders, number one, the founders of two religions. Number two, the contrasting views of God. Number three, the sacred literature and the means of salvation. And four, we will see that Islam differs from Christianity in each of those four areas. So the first one that we see is Islam and Christianity, founders of the religions. Islam was founded by an Arab merchant named Muhammad in A.D., 622. Muhammad claimed to have received a revelation from an angel of God. And although he initially feared his revelation had come from Satan, Muhammad later claimed to be the last and greatest of all of God's prophets. Muhammad had 15 wives, although he limited other men to four wives apiece, and sanctioned the beating of wives, according to the Surah 434. Muhammad was well known for spreading his new religion by force. He commanded fight and slay the pagans wherever you find them in Surah 9.5. And he specified the proper way to execute an unbeliever was to cut his throat in Surah 47.4. Muhammad led raids against caravans to plunder their goods broke oaths, ordered the murder of those who mocked him and wiped out the last Jewish tribe in Medina. He killed all the men and enslaved the women and children. Interestingly, interestingly, Muhammad acknowledged his own need to seek God's forgiveness on occasion in Surah 40.55. In stark contrast to the moral depravity of Muhammad, Jesus Christ was above reproach in every way. Second Corinthians five twenty one says, "For you made him who knew no sin to be a, to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God." Jesus never married. He defended and honored women in John chapter eight verses one through eleven, and his law was love one another in John thirteen thirty four. Accordingly, Jesus never assassinated anyone, never beat a woman, never enslaved a child never broke a promise, and never plundered a caravan. On the cross, when Jesus was mocked by those nearby, his response was, Father, forgive them, in Luke 22:34. Secondly, Islam and Christianity, views of God. Islam teaches that Allah, or God, is the sovereign creator and ruler of all that is. Muslims emphasize God's absolute unity which will admit of no division in God's will. In fact, the will of God is more basic to who He is than His love or mercy. God chose not to be merciful, and He can choose not to love. Thus, Allah's mercy and love are not intrinsic to His nature, but are choices He makes. More important than loving God, or even knowing Him, is submitting to His will. The word Islam means submission. According to Islam, God cannot be considered a father, and he has no sons. Allah does not love sinners in Surah 3.140. Similar to Islam, Christianity teaches that God is sovereign, creator and ruler of all that is, but that is about where the similarity ends. Christians believe in one God who exists in three eternal co-equal persons, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, who share the same individual, individual uh, essence. According to Christianity, God loves because his very nature is love, not just because he happens to choose to love. In First John 4, 8 says, he who does not love does not know God for God is love. God's essence includes the attribute of mercy. So divine displays of mercy are more than choice. Choices God makes, they are extensions of his character. God is knowable and desires a relationship with us based on love. Mark chapter 12 and verse 30 says, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. This is the first commandment. Obeying God is important, but obedience without a relationship based on love is worthless. First Corinthians thirteen three says, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. According to Christianity, God, the Father, has an eternal relationship with God, the Son. And God does love sinners. Romans five eight says, but God demonstrates his own love towards us, and that while we are still sinners, Christ died for us. Thirdly, Islam and Christianity, sacred literature. Islam holds that the Torah the first five books of the Old Testament, the Psalms and the Gospels, were given by God. With this caveat, Jews and Christians have corrupted God's word and therefore Bibles cannot be fully trusted. Muslims believe that God's final word, the Quran, was miraculously given to Muhammad over a period of 23 years. The Quran which is perfect and holy, is divided into 114 chapters, called Surahs. In addition to the Quran, the Muslims have the Hadith, a collection of Muhammad's sayings, opinions, and actions as reported by those close to him. Biblical Christianity holds that the Old and New Testaments of the Bible are God's inspired word and the only authoritative rule of faith and practice. The Bible warns against adding to God's word. Revelations twenty-two eighteen says, "'For I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. Christians reject the Quran as an attempted addition to God's word and as a document that contradicts the Bible in many ways. Number four, Islam and Christianity meets salvation. Islam teaches a works-based salvation and in this way is similar to other man-made religions. A Muslim must keep the five pillars of Islam. He must confess the shahada: There is no God but Allah and Muhammad is the prophet. He must kneel in prayer toward Mecca five times a day. He must fast during the daylight hours, one month of the year Ramadan, which we're going in today. He must give money to the poor and he must make a pilgrimage to Mecca sometime in his lifetime. Islam teaches that the day of judgment will involve a person's good and bad deeds being weighed in a balance. So the standard for judgment is one's own actions, Surah 7.8 and 9, and 21.47. The Quran forbids anyone from bearing another's burden of sin, Surah 17.15, and 35.18, and point, pointedly denies the death of Jesus on the cross in Surah 3.55, 4.157, and 158. If you will be saved, you must save yourself, Islam teaches. However, Christianity teaches a grace-based salvation. A person is saved by grace, the undeserving blessing of God, through faith, in the death and resurrection of jesus christ ephesians chapter two eight nine 9 says for by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves it is the gift of god not of works lest anyone should boast romans ten nine and 10 says that if you confess with your mouth the lord jesus and believe in your heart that god raised him from the dead you will be saved for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. The standard for judgment is absolute perfection, the righteousness of Christ. No one can measure up to perfection, but God in his grace and mercy has given his son the substitute for our sin. When you were dead in your sins, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave all your sins, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it, to the cross, Colossians 1, verses 13 and 14. We cannot save ourselves, so we turn to Christ, our sinless Savior and the author and the finisher of our faith, Hebrews 12:2. Islam and Christianity, having different beliefs on essential doctrines such as God, Jesus, Scripture, salvation, are irreconcilable. Both religions, however, cannot be true. We believe that Jesus Christ as presented in the Bible is true, is the true son of God and the savior of the world and mankind. John 1 says this grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. I encourage each and every one of you listening today that if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and savior, if you're caught up in a false religion or a false teaching or a false doctrine or a false religion. I pray that you'll come to Jesus Christ, have your eyes open and receive salvation before it's everlasting too late. If you would pray with me as we close out this evening. Heavenly Father, Lord God, I ask Lord that you'd help me open my eyes. That, Lord, if there's anything in my life that is not right, anything in my life that is wrong, any sin that I am trying to hide, that, Lord, it will be revealed, that I might confess it, that I might repent of it, and that I might make make Jesus the Lord of my life. Thank you, Lord, for all you do for me. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for the resurrection. In Jesus' name, amen. Please contact us by Facebook Messenger at Connect Church or on our website at 2 If you've made a commitment to Christ, you want to turn your life around, please contact us and we'll send you a book, free of charge, postage page, paid, and we'll send it to you on your next steps with Jesus Christ. We want to say thank you again for listening on Wednesday Night in the Word. Once again, hit that like and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or YouTube, and please share it with others that need to hear this message. Have a great week and a great weekend. God bless.